Are you looking to put your products in front of millions of customers? Then Walmart Marketplace is for you. With more than 120 million unique monthly visitors, according to Comscore, Walmart Marketplace is one of the fastest growing e-commerce platforms. And right now, new sellers can save up to 50% off referral and fulfillment fees. Join today and get instant access to millions of customers from one of the world's largest retailers. Go to marketplace.walmart.com savings. That's marketplace.walmart.com savings. Today's podcast is sponsored by SLI Systems, providers of intelligent site search and navigation solutions. Learn more at sli-systems.com and listen to their interviews at ecommercepodcast.com. Jeff Stiebel, the CEO of Web.com, about a full slate of issues about e-commerce and how young e-commerce businesses can grow their their business endeavors. So we appreciate your time today and look forward to talking with you. Good. Likewise, Mitch. Thank you. There are many small business owners who are just beginning to consider elevating part of their business and a web presence there. And so maybe... Can you begin by telling them why they should consider various services that offer various templated options for them in terms of a design package? Why can that be advantageous for a new e-commerce merchant versus going out and hiring a web developer and, frankly, spending the money that that would entail? Sure, and, and a lot of the reason is because it, it's very important for people to walk before they run uh, and crawl before they walk. Uh, the, the, the whole concept behind hosting and websites is, is that you get an online web presence, as you said. And the first step is, is to get there and feel comfortable with what you're doing and understanding it. By, by outsourcing the whole process, you miss a lot of the concept of what makes a website so good which is you pouring a lot of your effort and a lot of your knowledge and know-how into that. Uh, it's not to say that using a website designer uh, is, is the worst thing in the world to do at, you know, at the end of the day. And in fact, at web.com, we actually have designers on staff to work with our customers. But it's also important that if you can use a simple site builder like web.coms, and there are a number of others out there, uh, it allows you to get engaged in the process so that you can make the website your own. In the same way that it's important when you're building your offline real estate uh, to uh, to do the same and to contribute to what you want the color schemes to look like in your in your storefront, where you want the front desk to be, what you want the back office to look like. The same is true with your website as well. And you really want to build uh, build that and have that sense of value internally. The, the the second and perhaps even more important thing is the entry cost. It's much more cost effective to use a site builder. Uh, and anyone can do it because you don't need to know anything about technology. You just need to know how to turn on your computer and use Internet Explorer. Everything else is very straightforward. And for the price of about 10 to $20 a month, you can have a fully functional website uh, that could include e-commerce and marketing services and other solutions. 
uh, versus spending thousands of dollars to perhaps not get something that you actually wanted and that doesn't produce the results that you were looking for. Well, there are a number of businesses who do not have a website yet. There's many thousands of businesses who are just early in this decision process to either create a, a web-only business or to implement an online presence within their brick-and-mortar operation. For those business owners who are not yet on the web, have you heard common concerns that keep small businesses from joining this landscape? Are there certain things that either confuse business owners or spook them, so to speak, that might keep them from moving forward? Absolutely. And, and that's a great question because a lot of that and a lot of the rationale behind why small businesses aren't going online, I think the blame should be placed on us as providers. Uh, you know, our company historically didn't do a very good job working with small, medium-sized businesses, and I think a lot of companies in the marketplace don't either. Uh, the first and biggest reason is intimidation, intimidation of the technology. How do I do this? How does this add value? Uh, part of the problem was how companies previously marketed what we're calling a web presence. They marketed it as hosting in a domain. People don't know what a domain is. They don't know what a web address is. They don't know what hosting is, but they do know what a web presence is. They want to, to build a website. They want to have that web presence. They know the value, uh, but they don't know how to do it, and it's intimidating. Uh, so taking that in intimidation factor out uh, by using designers or using a site builder and simplifying the process uh, is the first step on our end to help satisfy small businesses um, because it removes the intimidation. The, the second thing, of course, is time. It's incredibly time-consuming in general to build a website if you're doing it with raw hosting and do, building the HTML. Uh, but using a simple service such as web.com helps to simplify the process. We actually had a transformation of our own company where we started focusing on building websites as, a, as opposed to hosting. And when we did that, we saw significant, significant growth in our user base and in our small business category, primarily because we simplified the process. We made it easier, more cost-effective, and less intimidating. And I think that that is the number one factor. You, know, you, you mentioned how surprising it is that uh, so few small businesses have a web presence. And, and you're right, it shocks me as well, because I, I believe in the value, and I think that most small businesses believe in the value. Uh, but when you look at the statistics, almost half of all small businesses, I think there are something on, on the order of 25 million small businesses in the United States alone, approximately half of them have no web presence at all. We can change that, and I think we will. A lot of times when we talk about e-commerce, I think our natural gravitation is toward a business selling some kind of widget online, some kind of product. But you know, I'm a believer that service-based businesses can make a significant change in their, their business by having a quality web presence. And I guess one question is, and perhaps do you share that opinion? And if so, if, if I am a service business, what can I do? with a website if I have nothing, no product per se, to sell. And, and first let me say I couldn't agree with you more, Mitch. I think that the opportunity to have a web presence, whether you're doing what we consider traditional e-commerce or not, is tremendous and critically important to most every small business. I mean, when we think of e-commerce these days, we think very narrowly. 
We think about using Miva Merchant or PayPal to directly sell things online. But there's so much more to having a web presence to loosely what I consider e-commerce um, that can add value to the average small business. I mean, it, it, the first thing you have to ask is, what's a small business? I mean, we define a small business by either how much money they're making or how many, uh, how many employees they have. Well, that means that there's no real category for small businesses. You know, Joe's Pizza is a small business, as is Diane's Florist, as is Jim's Chiropractor. Um, they all have different needs, and they have needs, each one of them, for a web presence and for some capacity to do e-commerce. Uh, some might want traditional e-commerce. They're building a catalog and a storefront, and they're selling directly online. Others, uh, take Joe's Pizza, might want a coupon service where they, where they can actually be able to offer coupons uh, that are dynamically generated online so that when a, a user, a customer comes online, they can get a discounted coupon and then go into the store and buy. Still others, uh, like Jim's chiropractor as an example, uh, want a calendaring system, like our partnership with, uh, with Microsoft Exchange Outlook. It is another way to leverage web, websites and e-commerce because what they're enabling someone to do, in, in this case as an example, is check calendaring and scheduling so that they don't have to worry about their customer, in, in this case someone who's going in to get a chiropractor exam, uh, to, to be able to call or go into a store to make an appointment and to know whether the doctor's running late or not. All of that falls loosely into building a small business's website. And at the end of the day, that's what e-commerce is all about. Well, you mentioned there are some kind of technology partners at web.com. I noticed a list of them on your website. Maybe that's a natural segue to kind of talk about some of these partnerships and really what they would bring to the table for someone who is looking at building or expanding an e-commerce site. Sure. And, and, and this really speaks to our general philosophy at Web.com. We know what we do better than anyone else, and that's helping people to build a website. But we also know that the small business needs someone who can provide them with other web services over time. Our general philosophy is we need to work with best-of-breed providers. It's not fair for us to build our own marketing solution and then try to sell it to, uh, to the end user if DoubleClick or ValueClick does it better in the ad banner space, if Google and Yahoo do it better in the search space. So when we talk about search marketing, we're talking about our partnerships with Google and Yahoo. When we talk about doing email, we're talking about our partnerships with Microsoft so we can offer Microsoft Outlook, the best out there. So what we do is when we look to partner with people, we look for best of breed. Even when we're doing e-commerce, while, while we offer a catalog function within our site builder, we, we have a back end using Neva Merchant, using VeriSign uh, so that we can have SSL certificates. We leverage PayPal and eBay Auction and Amazon Connector. This allows us to offer best of breed so that a small business doesn't get overwhelmed. This comes back to the intimidation factor when they want to grow their business. They know that they can come back to web.com, and we're not going to offer them a subpar product. We're always going to offer them best of breed. That's why our partnerships are so extensive and why they're only with top-tier companies. Well, some of these um, perhaps somewhat confusing and uh, semi-nebulous terms for an e-commerce novice revolve around kind of a hosting environment these do I get a shared hosting environment do I get a, a virtual dedicated search uh, hosting environment do I get a dedicated yeah. server and and so maybe we can just spend a little bit of time kind of talking about that and, and clearly the shared hosting environment is 
is generally considered obviously an entry level position and satisfies many many needs depending on what kind of uh, business one is doing on a website but I guess maybe explain what shared hosting means and does such an environment provide ample room for my business to grow if I secure a a shared hosting environment? Sure, and, and, and that's a great question. And we, we had a lot of these issues dating back to when I first joined, and I think we've resolved them. When you talk about shared hosting or dedicated or, or virtual private servers and VPS, um, that, those are all technical terms. I think that creates a lot of the intimidation and a lot of the problems with small businesses. All small businesses really care about is that they have a secure, stable environment that allows them to grow. What's the outcome? Um, and if, if you look at our website now, we don't sh sell shared or dedicated or VPS. We sell one solution, which is a website package. Um, and then we allow people to build off that website package to add e-commerce or to add marketing services. As far as I'm concerned, the, the small business doesn't have the time and shouldn't be forced to compare between shared and dedicated. That's our job on the back end to, fi to figure out how best to fulfill the average customer. Um, so when, when we look at this uh, in terms of what we are selling and what our product is, it has nothing to do with that technology, that underlying technology. That's a bad way to look at things because it confuses people to, to no end. Um, so we really avoid those distinctions. And what we do is we have a back-end infrastructure that takes best of breed from shared best of breed from dedicated, um, and also leverages virtual private serving so that we have an automated solution that allows the average small business to scale up until they need to go and build out their own data center and their own data farm. Um, so until they become a, a big business, they can work with web.com with the original solution that they, that they purchase and grow with, with that solution. Well, if, um, if there's anything we haven't covered today that you might provide some advice to an e-commerce owner who is considering broadening his or her web presence or launching a web presence. Is there anything else that you might want to serve up to them to consider as they begin to walk down a road that admittedly is going to be a little bit scary for them? Um, any in particular advice you would want to provide that we haven't discussed today? Yeah, I mean, in, in general, whether, whether you're going with web.com or with someone else, don't overthink this. You, you, you know what your needs are. Focus on your needs uh, and then leverage your partner, whether it's web.com or someone else, to determine what the best fit is for your needs. I mean, when you look at building a web presence, it's incredibly cheap relative to your offline presence. You know, for $20, $50, $100 a month, think of the value that you're getting. Uh, in, in that respect, the, the decision-making process is very difficult in this space because so many people have complicated it. Uh, a lot of companies have made it overly complicated because they're worried that customers will go somewhere else. So they've actually overcomplicated the process. We're not afraid to simplify things. We want to make sure that the customer, whether it's with us or not, gets the best service possible. And for that reason, we, we strongly encourage people to dig in, figure out first what their needs are, not what the technology is, but what it is that they actually need and then find a provider who's willing to satisfy those needs. Uh, you know, we, when you talk about storage and megabytes and pixels and shared and dedicated, it's, it's a lot of gobbledygook, frankly, for the average small business owner uh, that, that leads to confusion and intimidation and a lack of a decision. In order to get over the hump, go with a simple solution that serves your needs, uh, and then ultimately you can build and grow off of that solution. Mm -hmm.